Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoy it. The show notes are included in the summary for each episode. Notes can be accessed from the Mobile Marketing Podcast link at the top and bottom of the dominoresearch.com website. If you like the podcast, please take a moment to help us out. Rate and review us on your preferred medium. We are currently available on iTunes, Google Play Podcast, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Thank you. Hey there, and welcome to the latest episode of Mobile Wallet Marketing Made Easy, the podcast that helps you navigate the ever-changing landscape of mobile marketing. When I was a kid, I was a voracious reader. I still love to read, but I don't find that much time for it, at least not like I should or wish that I could. I mean, at the moment, I'm two chapters behind on my online book club reading. So instead of catching up, I found myself randomly looking around on Google the other day. And boy, was I surprised. I'm Kim Stewart. And I'm Hazel Fruitman. And And today, we are talking about all the cool, random things that you can find on Google when you least expect it. So let me start by welcoming you to this episode and telling you that this is as much a surprise to me as it's likely is to you. It takes a special kind of person to come up with this kind of episode topic. But then again, if you're a regular listener, you already know that Kim is kind of random on any day, but sometimes she's just way out there. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You're just envious that you didn't come up with this as a topic. But that's okay. I still love you. I'm delighted to be doing yet another podcast episode with you. Frankly, it makes me grin from ear to ear. And I'm always thrilled to be on the air with you too and excited for this episode as I don't really use this feature as I have my screen set up a bit differently. So I went to look at it to prepare myself. I clicked on I'm Feeling Lucky and the Daily Doodles came up. Uh, which is really neat to look at, actually. And I decided to type in that random words like chair or vision or flower, just, you know, to see what would happen. And it just directed me to, like, Ikea <laughs> and, like, a vision place. I mean, which is amazing for Google in their ad conversions. But anyway, I digress. It's great that we can see each other and uh, with our new way of recording podcasts together. Yeah, you know what? I have to say that I am still totally delighted with our new recording process. So much so I actually just checked to make sure we were recording. Oh, Um, (laughs) In case anybody's noticed, we are doing our episodes remotely now. So we tend to run a little bit longer than we used to. That's mostly, I think, because we're not on target to get, you know, a number, usually between six or eight podcast episodes completed, at least the raw recordings, when we're in the same place at the same time. Right. And what I think of the new style is that it makes us more relaxed when we're on the air. We don't feel rushed to complete several in a row, as you mentioned. And the video, well, the audio quality rather is higher. And, you know, I sound much better on it. So true. That is absolutely true. That's one of my favorite parts. We actually hear you now without me sounding like I'm screaming. Um, So to get back on track, as I said in the introduction, or maybe implied, I was, as usual, doing a bit of procrastinating the other day. And instead of reading my book club chapters, still not done, 
or working on graphics um, or even working on our hot new project that we have coming out in March. We'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I'm a very solid Googler. You know, I use Google for so many things every day. I should get a medal for being like a Google power user. <laughs> and you mentioned a funny thing. Okay. So the way that I'm normally set up is I search directly from the URL bar, you know, that I search from the address bar. So, you know, for once I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to google.com to the actual page. And like I say, procrastination breeds all kinds of things that happen. And so then I was like, okay, well, what happens if I just leave it blank and decide to tap the I'm feeling lucky button? So you can only imagine my surprise when all of a sudden it started rotating through a slew of choices before I could press the button. And you know what I'm going to say? I, I did this on my laptop, so I have no idea if it works like this on mobile. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll take the bait. Um, what sort of choices was it offering you? Well, the first one that I clicked on was I'm feeling stellar. Like, I did not even know that Stellar was a choice. Me neither. But then again, I have an eight-year-old running around, so I don't have much time to sit around staring at empty search bars and pressing buttons. Yeah, you know what? I remember those days, and I truly do feel your pain. Um, so anyway, I hit the button, and lo and behold, Google Earth pops up on my screen. So just like you, I thought, oh, this is some crazy way for Google to promote more Google products or get more ad revenue. And, you know, while I think that Google Earth is a fabulous product, it's not really what I was fancying right then. Oh, well, it's good of you to know what you were not fancying, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I went back then to the empty search bar and I moused over the button again. And when I'm feeling artistic came up, I slammed it down and hit it real quick. So what happened? What did you get? I got the Frick collection. Do ah. you know? Uh, yeah. The, the, like, do you even, did you know that there was a section in Google called Google Arts and Culture? I did not know that. I did not know that, but I did find out that it came from an earlier initiative that Google ran called Google Arts Project, which I did know about. So most of the Google features I use are usually like pro productivity apps. I do know that Google has a whimsical side to them, so I'm not surprised. So tell us more about it, Kim. Okay, well, the particular page, the Frick Collection, was like a whole page that, surprise, had all kinds of stuff about the Frick Collection. And if you don't know what the Frick Collection is, it's an art collection housed in New York City. Family name Frick originally funded it. And um, so the page has all kinds of sections about, you know, what, what's in the Frick collection, what's the history of it, links to the articles written about it. I mean, it was all really, really amazing. Like, it was so amazing that I did not have time in my procrastination to actually read through all the stuff, but I bookmarked the page since I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know, at this point, I was on a mission. So I just had to keep on going. Yeah, on a mission, you say. Well, that's pretty funny since you are always on a mission of one kind or another, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, yes. Like later today's mission will be to texturize the wall that we just built an archway into our closet with. Um, right. So anyway, you have to wonder probably besides that, what happened to me next on the Google? So I suppose you're going to tell me whether or not I'm wondering. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I was going to tell you, but I hope that you are wondering. Um, the next one that I tapped was I'm feeling generous. Generous? Yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, I went to some kind of a donation history page in my Google account, but I've never done any donations through Google, and it certainly reflected that. Um, to tell you the truth, I don't even know what donations they're even talking about. But since I was actually still in mission mode, so to speak, I kept on going. Yeah, so more, of course, more. Yeah, so next go around, I went with the I'm feeling puzzled option. And it dropped me off at a URL called agoogleaday.com, which, oddly enough, by the way, is not an SSL site. So if Google actually manages that site, then I'm completely clueless as to why it's not using HTTPS, because it should, because Google is like the world's biggest advocate of HTTPS. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it was kind of strange, but again, I, now I'm like stuck in the rabbit hole and I'm just going round and round and round like I'm being flushed down the toilet. <laughs> well, that's quite a visual. So let me guess, you were not done yet. Yeah, you know, that was a good guess, but that's way too easy for you, given how well you know me. <laughs> so what was on the page? Okay, so on the page of I'm Feeling Puzzled was some kind of a weird set of puzzle questions where you are encouraged to use Google to find the answers. And what I thought was interesting about this was that the tagline on the page reads, there's no right way to solve it, but there's only one answer. I guess that's one way for Google to increase their page traffic, especially to, you know, esoteric subjects. <laughs> oh, yeah, that could be definitely esoteric subjects. That could be totally right on your part. Yeah. So, like, on the page, there was an example question, and it said, okay. we ask a question, and then it has the question, and the question is, an 11-foot bird lives less than two miles from 30 Point eight nine one three eight three, and minus one zero two point eight eight five zero three two. What is the bird's name? What? Oh wow, that's crazy. So they're giving you the latitude and the longitude. Yeah, that is exactly what it was, but it was in a decimal format instead of the old-fashioned minutes format. And the only reason that I even knew what it was when I first looked at the question was because a couple of our sailing navigation programs, they use that format. And we also now use that format for our mobile wallet pass, uh, the uh, geolocation notifications, because right. the old address conversion method was phased out a while back. Oh, I got you. So did you answer it? Did you search it out? Um, no, actually, <laughs> it was an example question. So the answer was already there. And the way they did it was it says, you find the answer. Put your search skills and Google's tools to use. For instance, you can enter 30.891383, comma, minus 102.885032 right inside the search bar and learn that it's directly in the center of Fort Stockton, Texas. Then you would do a quick search for Giant Bird, Fort Stockton, Texas, or their other suggestion was you were the adventurous type who would walk there in Google Street View, and voila, 
you find the mysterious bird who is called Paisano Pete. Oh, so then what happened? Did you decide you were done and get back to your book club reading? No, as you probably already know, since I still haven't read my chapters, that I was just procrastinating the hell out of that, which, um, you know, it's actually kind of odd because the book that we're reading is uh, Sinclair Lewis, It Can't Happen Here. Um, okay. So the book is pretty good, but I mean, you know, whatever. So the next thing that I did was go back to the page and I chose the I'm feeling trendy option. Oh, well, you are never feeling trendy. Seriously, you are about two years ahead of the trends for I see from your home decor. I mean, you basically wear pajamas all day, so it's not like you're out clothes shopping. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You just be a smarty pants. I've seen you wearing your pajamas at five o'clock in the afternoon before too, so go ahead. But feeling trendy actually takes you to the trending searches. Like, who knew? Right, right. Anything, any good trends? Anything good? Um, well, okay, so it was that Kiala Ojai got married to, who'd she get married to? J.J. Watt. Yeah. Anyway, there was a lot of sports-related stuff. I mean, you know, this was on Sunday, so when I was doing the procrastinating, that, that means a lot of sports stuff potentially makes sense for trending. Yeah. Uh, some of the other bits were Elton John canceling his tour, but, I mean, seriously, there was nothing that was not sports or celebrity related, which is okay. kind of sad, but not so sad since I guess it would be worse if it was like people were trending searching on crazy bad news. Um, right. I was a little bit surprised that Dennis, you know, that massive storm that nailed England, it didn't yeah. make the list. And I was searching that earlier in the day. Oh yeah, why is that? Well, because Michaela was on her way home and she almost didn't get a flight out of Heathrow because of the cancellations. But all oh. she said to me was, oh, I almost had to jump seat because of Dennis. And I'm like, what the hell is she talking about, Dennis? You have a person, not the storm. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. confused. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> right. But wait, still, it even gets better. So I went back one more time. And only one more time, because at this point, my interest was really starting to fade, even though this is like a new trick. But I also came around to thinking that if that was going to be there today, it would still be there tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. So would you, you would think that, but, you know, did you check it again after that? Well, it was only yesterday that I was doing this, but I believe that you went to do this this morning to make your own notes before we were recording the new episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, no worries. I mean, like, because Google, they're pretty much indexed everything, really. It's really amazing how many facts pop out of the machine. I mean, we should really be calling it like the Google Easter egg or something. <laughs> so, so, Kim, tell us what's next. Okay, so the last one that I did was I'm Feeling Adventurous. And it took me to some kind of weird dice rolling game that was embedded on a Google search results page. And the entry said, roll a die. Uh, um, okay. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. And by then I was pretty bored by the whole entire thing. So I just decided I would go and play around with Procreate on that new iPad that I got last week. And oh my God, let me tell you that program is so freaking amazing. I bet you like it. Better than the Adobe Fresco app you were playing with at the Apple Store in Toronto? I do like it. Um, I'm not necessarily sure that I like it 
more or less overall than the Adobe Suite. You know, I think what happens is I'm expecting the Adobe products on the iPad to actually be like, you know, Photoshop or Illustrator is on the computer and not having them be just, you know, yet another watered down partial mobile version of the programs that I use all the time, you know, when we're doing like graphics and stuff like that. But this Procreate, I mean, the thing is only $10, okay? It's 10 bucks and you own it, you have it, it's yours. It's, It's like it was designed backwards, It's almost like they started with the iPad and then worked backwards to find the means to get the end results. You know, more on that later. Um, I actually, I think we should contemplate doing a podcast episode about building collateral and all of the different options that are out there for various skill levels, interest levels, devices, the desired outputs. What do you think of that? Oh, totally. That's a really great idea. You and I tend to use different tools to build the collateral that we're using, but we are also building for different pieces of the accounts that we're working on. Right. I mean, yeah, I freaking hate Instagram stories. I don't know why, but that shit just makes me clinch my teeth. See, and where I think they're pretty fun, I think IG stories are great, depending on how you use them. Uh, You know, you can see a small clip into people's lives. You know, I like it for business reasons, of course. You know, we use it. I like to use it for the live feature to see keynote speakers on a stage for a conference that I couldn't make it to. So as you know, we use it, we promote our services with it, and we get good engagement numbers from it. Oh, hey, I have a quick question about that just occurred to me. So when we were in Instagram jail, you still had no trouble doing stories and getting the stories to go, or they were in jail too? No, the Instagram stories worked with the hashtags, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what? Next time we update the blog articles about Instagram jail. Yes. We need to make a point of that because I don't think that we mentioned the fact that stories were still working while we were in jail. Hmm. Yeah. Well, take a look at it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, while we're sitting here, let's take a hot minute and talk about our new project that we're launching next month. Sort of a teaser, if you will, without going into details. Okay, sure. So without naming names or more specifically URLs or new idea is about the story. Whose story? What story? You'll have to wait and see. We both feel it's time to share other people's stories to empower and support others for the next generation to succeed in whatever it is they do. To tell their tale. Okay, well, let's be a little tiny bit more specific. No, no, no specifics. Just a little bit. Come on. Our new project is about women. Yes. It's about empowering women, supporting other women, helping other women to tell their tale, tell their truth, whatever you want to call it. Um, I personally think it's going to be super duper interesting. And I think we're going to have a lot of amazing female interactions and engagement um from the people that might be participating in our project i believe so they'll be able to tell their story as you said hashtag her story oh yeah (laughs) lots of hashtags (laughs) absolutely well i think you know maybe we've said enough i didn't say anything you might have said too much we should probably just like wrap up the episode and we can talk about more when it comes down the pipe when we do the next episode. So we'll be in about two weeks, closer, ready to go. 
All right, fine. That works for me. Uh, first off, I want to thank everybody for listening. If you want to find out more about our new project, um, like maybe you are a woman and you want to be interviewed, or you want to be on this particular podcast, which is sort of a combination of marketing, mobile, and random stuff that we like, then you can contact us using uh, email, which is info at Domino Research, or you, oh, info at dominoresearch.com, sorry. Or you can try to find the contact form on the dominoresearch.com website, which I know is really difficult to find right now, but we are going to fix that since we're doing a little housekeeping on this site and we should have that finished up in the next couple weeks as well. Perfect, and don't forget to check out our mobile ads platform at mobilewalletmarketer.com or um, on cannabiswallet.net if you're on that side of the industry. It's very simple, a super way to increase engagement, sales, reach, outreach, all of that fun stuff. All right, so we will see you next time. That's right, have a great week.